This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 217 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. You can visit them at kppusa.com. Enjoy today's tip. Hi, Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have returning with us Elizabeth McMillan, who you've heard on the program several times before. She's the founder of EquestrianProfessional.com. And as you know, EquestrianProfessional.com is the site for people in the horse business. It's a website that provides affordable horse business education and marketing tools specifically for horse professionals. They also have a huge article index, download library, online calculators, how-to videos, member forums, teleseminars. She's always doing something over there at uh, equestrianprofessional.com. And we take we really appreciate her taking time out of her day to visit us over here at Horse Tip Daily. And we'll have Elizabeth on with us to provide some valuable business tips right here in just a minute, right after these words from Kentucky Performance Products. Choosing a supplement can be confusing. How do you know which ones are right for your horse? Kentucky Performance Products will simplify your search for effective, research-proven supplements that meet the challenges of today's horses. And this week's highlight product is Contribute Omega-3 Fatty Acid Supplement. The properties of omega-3 fatty acids benefit every system in your horse's body. Contribute improves breeding efficiency in mares and stallions. Maintains soundness and protects joints from damaging inflammation. Sustains a strong immune response in horses of all ages and decreases the levels of inflammation in your horse's body by sustaining adequate omega-3 fatty acid levels. Learn more about Contribute omega-3 fatty acid supplement and all the other products at kppusa.com that's kentucky performance products at kppusa.com well hi elizabeth and welcome back to horse tip daily hey glenn i want to remind everybody that they can go back and listen to all of your tips uh all at one time if they want to they just go to horsetipdaily.com and search on the left hand border there's a drop down menu just find Elizabeth on there, and you can uh, listen to all of her tips at once if you miss some of the past ones. They've all been fantastic. And I have to compliment you on something. You are the master of analogies. You do the best analogies. <laughs> and you're going to have to get ready for another one because this next tip is another analogy. Oh, good, because, you know, I wish I was as good at, at coming up with them as you are. I, I just love your analogy. So go ahead. Give us another one. Okay. Don't expect to get married on a first date. And don't expect everybody you meet to want to marry you. All right. Oh, there's two, there's two loaded ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think speaking as a horse husband, I've never had a problem with the first one. We've you know, Guys usually aren't really in a hurry to get married on the first date. So I think that might okay. be more of a female yeah, thing. Yeah, but more women than not are in the Yeah, that's business. true. Okay. What was the second one again? Don't expect everybody you meet to want to marry you. That's more of a guy thing sometimes, I think. So, yeah, I think you got both covered there. Okay, so here's the thing to remember. Horse businesses are step marketing. And what that means is, with, what step marketing means is that the bigger the commitment, the more steps in the sales process. And horses and anything to do with riding is a big commitment. And that commitment can be financial or emotional, but it's always from the client's point of view. And so 
it's really important that new clients feel comfortable with you. So you don't want to skip steps. And that's, you know, whether you're, you know, you can cover them quickly, but whether you're trying to sell a $100,000 horse or a $35 riding lesson, make sure you build a relationship first. That's step one. People do business with people they know or people they feel like they know. For example, if you have a lesson client, a new lesson client show up and the mom is really concerned about safety, don't try to sell her on the biggest lesson package you have. First, talk to her about her concerns and see maybe she'd like to observe some lessons. You know, maybe you can have a lesson going on right then and you can take her up to the ring and sit with her and, um, you know, and explain what's going on a little bit. And then expect, because it's step marketing, expect to follow up and follow through. Have reasonable expectations. Don't expect your website to create a client, for example. Expect your website to create a prospect. And then expect to have to follow up. So that's not expecting to, you know, to get married on the, on the first date. Right. Okay, now... The second part of that is, and don't can I add to that one? We, you sure can. I think when we owned a big boarding stable for a long time, and what I found was that's very interesting that you call it step marketing. What we found was the people who came out and and just looked around for five minutes and instantly wanted to take lessons and didn't do any more research or anything usually went away the quickest. Those people were in; they did a couple lessons and they disappear. The people who took their time and you had to work through the steps with before they ever took their first lessons were the ones that stayed for years. So That makes sense. Yeah, that's what we found. It, because a deeper relationship was built and more information. There was the, Because of that, there was an opportunity for a deeper level of knowledge to be imparted and more information and um, you know, communication to go back and forth. So the relationship was built strong, a much stronger relationship was built from the get-go. Right, exactly. And with a more serious client, probably. Right. They took getting to know you and getting involved with your business seriously. So, which brings me, though, you can't discount the client who wasn't so serious, because it brings me to my next point, which is that I call it fans, flings, and fiancés. You need to learn to accept the value and value the roles and goals of other people. Everyone that you meet is not going to turn into your number one client. There's people who are going to be a fan of you and your business and never, ever take lesson one or move their horse there. But they're going to send everybody they know to ride at your barn because they, they love you. They love what you do. Maybe they don't ride anymore or what have you. And that's, you know, that's valuable. And there's also going to be people who, I call it a fling, they sort of have a fling with your business, like that client you were talking about that came and right away, they're going to just jump in and they're going to have a fling, right? Right, right. And they're not that serious. They're not going to stay. But the thing that's nice about them is they do bring a level of excitement to the business. And sometimes those people are just, they're a heck of a lot of fun. They elevate the mood of the barn. So my point is, is expect to have a wide variety of people involved in your business and value them because each one of them 
have, you know, they're, they're valuable to your business. And even if they're not part of, you know, your, your clientele, every single one of them are part of what I call your new marketing team because each one of those clients have the potential to tell other people about your business. That's interesting. And there's one other thing I'm going to add to it. Okay. Um, there's a quote that Maya D'Angelo said that I just love, and I think it's so true, especially in the horse business. Um, and it's, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And I think it's important to make f- people feel good when they interact with your horse, with your business. Huh. That's very interesting. That's very interesting. I'm just thinking about that in relationship to the shows that we do, too. Um, you know, if we try and correlate that statement to the shows that we do, that's very interesting. I have to give that some thought. Because, you oh, know, my gosh, you're quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really thinking about that statement. Um, hmm, Interesting. Yeah, because I think that's the same with us being a content provider, really providing the radio shows. Uh, you know, I, 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 I think that that's true, being an actor for so many years, too. They, they didn't remember the, the jokes that we told in the shows. They didn't remember that, but they did remember they had a fantastic time and felt good. Yeah, uh, and, and they, re- they know whether they felt like they were wanted or whether they felt like they were disregarded. I mean, I think... Um, you know, the horse business can be a little exclusive. Sometimes you'll go out to a barn and because, you know, like I've had this experience where, you know, uh, buying horses in Europe and sometimes I would rent a really nice rental car and sometimes I would rent, you know, a bus dropping. And if I showed up in the little economy car to somebody who didn't know me, a potential dealer who didn't know me, there was a 50-50 chance that I wouldn't be treated with respect. Right. Now, if I drove up in, I had the same dollars in my bank account and the same clients' dollars in my bank account. And now if I drove up in a, in a Mercedes, then that same, the type of person that would judge me based on that might treat me very nicely, might almost kind of fall all over themselves, giving me a croissant for, you know, right, right. <laughs> you know, would you like some tea or, you know, what have you. The thing is, is that each what I'm trying to say is that everybody's important and it's important how you make them feel because you don't want them ever leaving your business feeling badly inside. It's not necessary because all of them have value. I, that's, that's great. I, you, you still have me thinking here. This is uh, your tips always get me thinking. Well, that's probably because, you know, I run a horse business, you know, so yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's always got me thinking, am I doing it right? You know, should we be changing something here? I don't think it's even so much just changing. I think it's, it's an awareness of where you kind of go, oh, my, because we, we tend to, as, as horse professionals, we tend to just see it from our side. I know for me, like, um, I would just get, I would get so physically tired and sometimes hungry and crabby and somebody would come out to the barn I'd see him driving down, and I think, and they would say something to me like, "We were driving past, and we saw all these beautiful horses, and we just thought we thought we'd stop by." Right. And I'd always feel like telling them to just, I mean, honestly, deep down, Glenn, I'd be thinking, "Oh, just go away!" Oh, right, exactly. I, the last <laughs> thing I need to do is stop my work and talk to some. You know, Yahoo, who's probably never even ridden a horse or, you know, and I would, that would be what would be going through my head initially. 
and I, I think anybody who's been in the horse business very long can relate to that. You're tired. You're sometimes a little bit crabby. That's right. And then I would suck it up, and I'd say, wait a second. I don't want them leaving here feeling like crap, you know? I want them leaving here feeling good. And so, you know, you would you would learn how to maybe handle those, you know, that type of situation in a very, you know, efficient way, but still in a pleasant way, because it is important that they leave feeling good. Yep. And you don't know. They could become your best client. You don't ever know. And, And all of us have had the time where we've gone... You know, oh my gosh, I'm so glad I did it this way. Had I, because luckily, you know, because it turned out this was, you know, ended up being my number one client. And there's also times where we've gone, oh my gosh, I can't believe I treated that person that way. I had no idea they had four horses to put in training. Exactly. You know, every everybody has done it both ways. There's no judgment here. There's just, just a tip. No, we've all know? made those mistakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, Elizabeth. They can find out more about you and what you do and more great tips at www.equestrianprofessional.com. Well, thank you to Elizabeth for taking the time out to join us. We really do appreciate that. And uh, don't forget that you can check out all the other great shows we have on the network at horseradionetwork.com. We got to do something fun this week with Samantha of the 2010 radio show, the World Equestrian Games radio show. We were downtown in the middle of Lexington for the 100 Days celebration. That's 100 days out from the World Equestrian Games. Believe it or not, we've turned single digits now, and things are furiously getting ready around here. We had a great time. We had some great interviews, and that show will be coming out next week on Wednesday at 2010radioshow.com. And we also had some exciting news from our 2010 radio show. Jessica Phoenix, who is the who is the Spotlight Eventer, uh, was longlisted for the team. So it looks like she has a good shot of making it, and that's very exciting as well. So we're looking forward to everything going on here in Lexington for the World Equestrian Games. Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone. Mm-hmm.